Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. All right, Bubba, welcome back. Thank you for your patience. How are you, sir? Happy Monday, fellas. How y'all doing? Buddy, everything is beautiful. Uh, we had a great Easter holiday. was not interrupted by baseball, luckily. We got those three-game sweep all in the books, and then we got to celebrate it all day on Sunday and enjoy it. So, yeah, everything's good. It was uh, a really, really good run for Arkansas, sweeping LSU for just the fourth time, I think I read. And it's an easy team to hate. I mean, it's a team that Arkansas fans, I think, like to see get beaten anyway. But this team is particularly unlikable. So it was uh, it was an awfully fun time. What stood out to you, Bubba? Because there were a lot of positives. I mean, you had some timely hits. Starting pitching was pretty darn good through the weekend. Relievers were very good. You had some great defensive gems. What stood out to you the most about the performance for Arkansas in the sweep? Well, I think pitching and defense was really huge for us. And we got some timely hits when we needed them. But the pitching and defense, this LSU offense, fellas, it, it was really good. I mean, they got good hitters up and down the lineup. Going in, there were seven out of the nine starters over 300. Uh, the top of the lineup, all those guys break. And I thought the pitching staff just did a great job of just mixing up pitches, uh, missing their barrels. Um, and then the defense, you know, defense made some some crazy good plays. I mean, Jalen up the middle, uh, Robert Moore second. You know, Caden made a couple of great plays at mm-hmm. third like he always does. Uh, even outfielders going and cutting balls off in the gap, making plays. I mean, it was just it was just fun to watch. It really was. And for a team that LSU came in hot, and we just dominated them from start to finish. It was it was good to see. The opposite of fun to watch is LSU baseball, particularly on Thursday. The slow play by their new coach is frankly uh, not very aesthetically pleasing, and that's being nice about it. You know, they did a couple other things that got them in trouble by delaying and trying to slow things down. Obviously, we had the situation none of us had seen before where Joe Bear got called out on his third strike because he wouldn't get in the box like, I don't know, a hitter does. <laughs> um, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot to ask a hitter to get in the box. But anyway, um, it was weird. I mean, it's just, a, it's just a strange way to play the game. I'm not sure what the goal was, Bubba, but I think, you know, while it may have annoyed Arkansas, I think it, I think it bothered the LSU players as much as anybody. I think it did. And so – so the Thursday game, the pace of that game was so ridiculously slow. And I don't know, Jay Johnson, it's his first year in the SEC. You know, I know he, he, he's coached out West, and supposedly that's West Coast baseball. They'll play like a three-and-a-half-hour, two-one ball game. Uh, but, guys, that was crazy. It, it, he, he really overcoached. And, look, the guy's, the guy's got it. He's won wherever he's been, so who am I to, to criticize him? But – it was crazy. He he absolutely overcoached that game. He's got a guy on the mound just carving us up. He goes to the bullpen. Uh, guy's got nasty stuff, gives up a little dribbler up the middle for a hit. He goes back to the bullpen again. Just no confidence in his relievers at all. And I think it really hurt him, to be honest with you. Um, and if I was a pitcher, there's no way in hell I'd go to LSU because obviously that guy's got no confidence in some of these guys. And if you look at their numbers, they're holding opponents down to, you know, 
one guy's 121 average against several of them, but they've got four or five guys in the bullpen holding opponents under 200 batting average. And he just doesn't have any faith in them. And, and boy, that, that affects the players. It really does. And as the weekend went on, I think it kind of wore on the LSU pitching staff. And so as a result, they get swept. Well, and there's also, you know, two completely different teams defensively. Arkansas, one of the best teams in the country. LSU was, you know, we we heard they were not a very good defensive team. We saw it. I mean, there were routine plays that you expect to see made at a high school game on a Friday night not being made by LSU, you know, defenders. And then, you know, they had a couple of errors that really helped Arkansas out through the weekend. Well, they did. And so some of them are plays that aren't errors, but they're plays that we make. So I, I – I, I mentioned, I talked to, about the shortstop for LSU, Jordan Thompson. And mm-hmm. LSU's always known for having good shortstops. Uh, you know, they just always have in the past. They're like Vander, Vanderbilt, Arkansas. We always have good shortstops. Their shortstop's good, but there were a couple plays up the middle on balls that he was able to get to and kind of knock down, but still not make the play. Jalen Battles makes those plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with their second baseman on the other side, um, uh, Doty. He, he almost got the play that Robert gets to. So sometimes it's not the play that it's, – it's a play that's not an error, but it's a play that, that our guys make. And you can really see it when you watch it over the course of the weekend. And like I said, we just outplayed them. Uh, we really did from top to bottom. But and, and when we needed a big hit, we got it. And, you know, their, their staff is good. I mean, look, that's a good LSU team we just swept. They, they really are good. Mm-hmm. Um I think we're going to hear more about them later later in the season. I think they're going to they're going to do well later in the season. But hey, we just outplayed them, and I think it helped being here at Ballmarker. We had good crowds. The fans were really into the game. They kind of fed off of the, the every time that the Jay Johnson, the head coach, would come out of the dugout, they would start in on it, and <laughs> I think that just kind of fueled the fire a little bit. I think it fired up our players. Bubba, who is Arkansas's best defensive player? Uh, I, I'm going to give a co. No, uh, best I, I said best. Player. Best. I didn't Jaylen say two Battles best. Robert Moore I didn't say two best. The, I said who's are, the best? Are the best? They're they're, they're both awesome. <laughs> and then you can throw Caden. I was about to say, what about Caden? And, and then Peyton Stovall at first has done awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Braden Webb in center's been great. <laughs> <laughs> and Turner behind the plate. Uh. Turner behind the play. Hey, they're all awesome. They are. Yes, it's, it's really hard. It, it, you can't. You can't say they're because they all they all come up huge. They all make big plays in the course of a weekend that saves runs. And and I'm one of those that says, and I know DBH says the same thing. Every pitch in a game can matter. Every swing can matter. That one that one pitch that you're not locked in on, or that one play on defense that you don't make can affect the whole weekend. We make those plays, and and you just see guys constantly step up. Whether it's whether it's someone in the outfield, one of our infielders, maybe a big play we knock a ball down, uh, save a run, or get the double play we need it. So honestly, I can't say one guy, but I was, I will say that our two guys up the middle, or our whole defense up the middle, is ridiculous. And I know we said it last year, you know how good they were. We said it the year before. This this is really it's hard to beat. These guys are really good. Bubba Carpenter joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Johnston's Home Center down in Benton. Let me ask you about a couple of young arms. Day two starter, big day for Hagen Smith. Seven strikeouts for him. 
in seven innings. And then I was particularly impressed with the two outings from Tiger. He just he's got such a good presence for a young guy, Bubba. I was impressed by both those guys um, about their approach and their performance this weekend. Well, Brady continues to amaze me, Brady Tiger, just because nothing phases him. I mean, he's he's been in some big situations. He was again this weekend, and he just continues to make pitches. And and that's what's so impressive about him. And now with Hagen Smith, we've heard all along his changeup. Every time I talk to Matt Hobbs, he talks about how good his changeup is. Well, he really hasn't had his good changeup until Saturday. Well, okay, Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I get game two. Same. Let's call it that. Same. Game two, uh, his changeup in the first inning. I said something to Phil in the air. It, he threw uh, Dylan Cruz is a really good two hole hitter. He's doing four changeups in a row. That's how good his changeup was. It's got it. It's got depth on it. Uh, it's almost like a, a two seam fastball. He's got so much movement down in the way to the right handed batter. But I think it's neat that you know we talk about we talk about how these guys get better because of the coaching staff, the development here. All they did is they tweaked Hagen Smith's pregame routine just a little bit, got him a little bit hotter before he came in the game, and he came in dialed in, throwing some great pitches. And, and it's just fun to see. I love to see when just a little bitty adjustment makes a huge difference, whether you're talking someone's swing, someone's pitching mechanics. And that's why I love college baseball. That's why I love baseball in general. It's just so much fun to watch these guys continue to get better. I read that, and, and I was a little confused. Before, was Hagen just almost like warming up, but not ready to go, as ready to go? It, it sounded like they made him pitch a little bit even more to, to where all of his pitches were ready to go for that first inning. And I was like, well, why wasn't yeah. he already doing that in the first place? Well, well I mean, if you know, if I can go the driving range, I'm, I'm going to hit all my shots. I want to make sure I got everything ready before I go <laughs> onto the course. So what does a pitcher do typically in the bullpen before a game? Well, they all have their routine, you know, and, and a lot of guys that have done that same routine, um, you know, but maybe maybe Hobbs saw something in it because when a guy continually gets off to a slow start in a game, I don't know if you remember Mississippi State, he walked the first three batters and was able to limit the damage and only give up one run, got out of it, didn't walk another batter the rest of the game. You know, in Florida, once again, he got off to a slow start in the first inning. So, you know, I think I think Hobbs just looked at it, and they sat down and they talked and said, look, after you get through the first inning or so and you get a good sweat going, you really get get lathered up, your stuff gets better. So let's just heat you up a little bit more. Um, you know, a lot of it's common sense, but then a lot of it is it's tough when you start changing a guy's pregame routine because it is what it is. They they like their they're creatures of habit. They, they like their routine. But I just think it's, it's awesome that they just warmed him up a little bit more and then he went into the game ready to roll. And so, but you don't want, with that being said, Wes, you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to tire a guy out and he comes into the game and it's like he's already in the, the fifth inning. Hmm. You know, you, there's that happy medium there. You got to find it. And I think they're, you know, they still, they still tweak. He's a freshman. He's 18 years old. They're still trying to tweak him and find out exactly what works best for him. But whatever they did, game two, I'd stay with that because he was really good all game. I mean, he was, he was lights out. And it's not just it's not just that he, he shut them out and just really shut their offense down. It's how bad he made them look on swing. Mm. You know, and, and that's that's what's impressive. Bubba Michael Turner faced the shift all weekend and he was able to even pull some balls even though they were shifted over to right field. Um, you know, it looks so simple. It looks so simple to be able to just like slap one, you know, where a third baseman should be or in the left field, shallow left field. 
but that's not something we see typically. Even if at the shift, guys still pull the ball or try to pull the ball. It looks like. Um, what, what's the what's the coaching move there? What are guys' approaches? I mean, I don't know. It just looks easier than it probably is. I'm sure taking the ball the opposite way, but it's not something we see a lot of, even even against a significant shift like that. I know, I know. In game two, during BP, they spent. If you watch our batting practice, most guys were working, especially our lefties, center to left center, because that's where the wind was blowing. Mm-hmm. You know, and as a result, you know, Zach Gregory hit the home run out to left. Michael Turner hit the home run out to left. Um, they're trying to they're trying to adjust a little bit more and stay inside the ball and play against that shift. And we burned their shift several times this weekend, which is awesome to see. Now, now, Justin, what what's frustrating for me? is when I see a team shift all the way over to the right and I see fastballs away and I see left-handed pit- hitters pulling them to the second baseman. Mm-hmm. That's low-hanging fruit. If they're going to if they're going to shift on you and pitch you away with the wind blowing out to left, you got to go with that pitch and drive that ball to left center. And and that's what Arkansas hitters are doing a great job of. They're starting to make that adjustment and and kind of take what the pitcher gives them and you saw it out of our hitters all weekend and it was it was good to see. And Michael's a professional hitter, yeah. and he really does. He makes it look easy. But in his batting practice, like a lot of guys are, are trying to hit balls off. The, there's there's rounds where they work on going middle the other way, and then uh, the last couple of rounds they'll say, "Hey, uh, middle away," or you know, middle in this round, and they'll work on pulling the ball. You still got to work on pulling the ball, sure. But Michael pretty much spends most of his BP. Michael Turner going center left center gap because he knows that's his strength. If they come inside, he just adjusts to it. Uh, I want to get back to uh, a couple of other things that I saw this weekend, but I do want to talk about one of our questions of the day is which team do you hate the most in the SEC? And LSU was on the list along with um, Tennessee, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State is in our fourth. So all that to be said, there are a lot of unlikable things. Pace of play we talked about already, um, and it came from the manager, but also from some of the players. Have you seen a guy get called out because he wouldn't step in the box like what we saw with Jobert this weekend? Uh, I saw it in Florida. Um, Scott Klein threw a guy out. Uh, it was uh, when Tennessee and Florida were. No, it wasn't Tennessee. Anyway, someone was playing Florida, and they Vanderbilt? got they got they got called out. Mm-hmm. What's that? It was Florida and Vanderbilt this weekend. Uh, it was uh, a couple of weeks oh, ago. Okay. Yeah, they got they got thrown out. So I thought I've seen it one time, and it was Scott Klein behind home plate. Scott Klein was behind home plate in this same game, but it was the third base umpire Jeff Head that threw him out. And Klein had warned him several times to get in the box. And the guy, they were taking their time walking up to the plate. And I think everyone was getting frustrated. Uh, Jacob Berry's a really good player. He's going to be, he's going to get drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. It took him forever to get to the plate when, when it was his turn to hit. Um, Joe Bear would just step out. And even when the umpire told him to get back in, he would, he would put his foot in the corner of the box and still stand there. And it's just like he was taunting the umpire. And I tell you what, finally they got they were fed up and they they called him out on it. And I thought it was awesome. Jay Johnson <laughs> got mad, but you know it's 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 something. It is a rule. You just don't see it enforced much. Yeah, I just I don't understand the thinking. I mean, if you're, yeah, what's the point? If you're a hitter, don't you want to get in there and get to work? Yeah, I don't get it. I, I really don't. I I want to get going. Now the only the only exception to that, let's say the first two innings of the inning make quick out. And you're the third batter coming up. Yeah, you're going to take your time. You're going to pine tar your bat. You're going to tie your shoe. You're trying to give your starting pitcher in there on the bench a little extra time. But when when Jacob Berry did it, it was the, it was the first inning of the game. 
also your starter's already in the dugout. He's ready to go. He's got a lather worked up. You know, he's he's ready. Um, I didn't understand that, but some it's it's crazy just their pace of play. Now I don't. I, I've never hated LSU players. LSU plays hard. They always have a good team. Um, they don't do a lot of the bush league stuff. I hate LSU fans. Everywhere I go, I see LSU fans. Whether it's in an elevator, they'll be the one that farts in the elevator. They'll be the one on the beach. Like we were on the beach a couple of years ago, uh, and I built a little castle. They set up camp right next to us, and they chain smoked, and the wind blew right on us. And then the minute we would leave, their kids would be in our sandcastle knocking it down. And I'm so that's my impression of LSU fans. And I could go on and on and on. Everywhere I go, I see LSU fans that annoy me to death. Now, <laughs> Ole Miss, I hate Ole Miss baseball players, the way they play the game. It's all Bush League. Um, you know, Ole Miss fans annoy me too, but not as much as LSU fans. But as far as the, the, the play on the field, there's no one I hate more than Ole Miss and the way they play the game of baseball. They just disrespect the game. It's Bush League. And you know, we would need a few more segments for me to really break it down. Well, I can't wait for that series now. I'm really going to be waiting with bated breath for the Ole Miss series. Uh, we're talking to Bubba Carpenter on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. If you didn't know who that was, uh, that attitude was coming from, no shocker there. Mm-hmm. It's all brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. And then the only other thing I had to ask about, I know Wes may have a couple more things here, was uh, was Brady Slavens. He hit a home run in the final game of the series, which was great, and it gave Arkansas breathing room. But uh, Bubba, he does not leave anything in the tank. That dude is swinging out of his dang shoes every swing just about. I was I mean, he's only got one motor and it's go fast. He is uh he's getting the most out of every cut for sure. He is, but I tell you what, he did a great job. Ever since he's gone in the two hole, honestly, ever since Dave set him for a couple games, he's been a different hitter now. He doesn't get cheated, don't get me wrong. He's had some really good at bats. And he's come up big for us. He had a huge stack fly where he got down O two um, was able to get a ball out to center field, score a run. Uh, the home run was big at the end of that game. But, you know, going back to Jay Johnson, I said it on the air. Why are you pitching to Brady Slavens right here? Yeah. You've got a righty on the mound that's 6'10", throwing three-quarter, throwing 98 miles an hour with a, with a wipeout slider. Why are you pitching to our lefty there? But thank you. First base mm-hmm. was open with two outs. You got Lanzilli on deck. But anyway, they threw him a, a 1-0 fastball. I said, I said going in, there's no way they're going to pitch to him right here. They're going to pitch around him and try to get him to chase something. Well, they threw him a 1-0 meatball right down the middle, and he hits it over the fence. But, but Brady's always ready to hit. He's a guy, you know, I tell my young hitters, hey, when you step up to the plate, when do you decide to swing? And I want them swinging when they step in the box, and that's Brady Slavens. You're always on go. It's go, go, go. Yes, 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 yes. No, I don't like that pitch. <laughs> Unfortunately with Brady, sometimes it's yes, yes, yes. Oh crap! I'm going to swing anyway, you know. But he's done a great job of kind of shrinking the strike zone a little bit. Uh, good hitters are defined by what they don't swing at, and he's laying off a lot more pitches out of the zone. But boy, when you make a mistake in the zone, he'll crush it. Bubba, uh, Memphis Rich has been asking for a couple weeks about the uh, catcher's gear and the uh, chest guards, and we keep forgetting to ask you. So I want to ask you now: the black chest guard. What's up with that? Okay, so I try to please you guys and. Hmm. I asked Michael Turner about it, and he said that they they've got the they've got the the red and they've got the black, and he put the put them both on. Asked everybody, and they said everyone thought the black looked better, so that's why they wear the black, is because it just looks better. Eleven and four after fifteen SEC games, same record as last year. 
How do you like this team where they sit as compared to last year? Straight up eleven and four again. Hey, I like it. I've I've been I've been I've been on this team all year. I've been a I've been pulling for them. Uh, we're still not as good as we can be though. We're still getting better. Where you know you look at like Tennessee, they're as good as they're going to get. We're getting better every weekend. Things are starting to come together. The pitching, you know, look at some of the performances we got. Zach Morris this weekend gave us gave us two and two thirds huge innings out of the bullpen, and he got some big outs for us. Um, you know, I know the game ended up being six two, but when Zach was in there, the game was on the line. Uh, I just see guys starting to step up now, and I see all these little pieces starting to come together, and I see us just getting better every weekend. And, and, and fellas, I love it. Well said. All right, Bubba, we'll be up there uh, tomorrow coming up for the A-State game. I've seen more baseball this year. I'll tell you what, it's great. I saw a lot of postseason last year, more regular season mm-hmm. this year, so it's good. But, well, good. Well, come holler at me, fellas. All right, appreciate it, Bubba. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys. Go see on. See you.